Hello and welcome to KMUK's Kind to Your Mind podcast. There's no two ways about it. This year has been hard. We're all doing our best, whether that's struggling homeschooling and Zoom calls, filling our time on furlough or going into work every day to keep the country moving. When you're having a tough time, it's pretty tempting just to retreat into yourself and feel like you're the only one struggling. Spoiler alert, you're not. And that's what this podcast is all about opening up and sharing about a variety of topics to make us all feel a little less alone. There's power in talking, so let's chat. We'll cover everything from how to support a colleague or friend, personal stories of living with mental health problems, and a variety of general wellbeing topics like domestic abuse and neurodiversity. So let's get started. Hello everyone and welcome to our wellbeing podcast today. I'm Alison Griffiths and I'm here joined by Dina Lawler um, who's now Dina Purcell um, recently got married so big congratulations Dina. And we just wanted to have a bit of a chat really today didn't we and do a bit of a reflection on the work that we've been doing on the menopause and making Coonanagal the menopause friendly workplace and the accreditation that we're going for as well. Um, So we just thought it would be really nice to kind of come to the end of October, which was Menopause Awareness Month, uh, where we launched our intent to the business and just reflect on some of the activities and some of the work that we've done and, you know, and just have a bit of a chat about how everything is going and what, what, what our thoughts are. So I guess the first question that's on my mind was, what, why did you want to kind of get involved in this project, Dina? What was what was going on there for you? So, so I think for me, it all came at once, the opportunity to get involved and, and my personal experience, which for anybody that was on the National Huddle will have heard me rattling on about that endlessly. Um, and basically, mine was born out of watching the Davina McCall uh, documentary, which I think has been such a game changer for, for many people that have, have since spoken to me on the back of the National Huddle and said, oh, my goodness, that sounds the same as me. I didn't know. And I've watched it or I'm going to watch it because X, Y, Z and all of the symptoms that that go along with that. And so for me, being able to be helpful and spread the message and say it's okay to talk about this mm. is is so empowering and so so good for me as an individual but for us as a business and the wider community and men women indirectly affected directly affected so for me I'm really it's ignited and a passion in me that I'll even talk I'll, I'll talk to anybody about it now whereas I wouldn't and I didn't even know I was going through it so even being involved has helped me massively. Mm. Yeah my, my mine's similar actually I think we're both actually we're both mental health first aiders aren't we but I'm um a couple of women actually came to me and asked me for information about menopause um and are we doing anything on the wellbeing team around menopause and and my answer was not at the moment, but do you know what? Let's look into this. And so what I didn't realise was actually they were having similar conversations on the board, which was it all kind of came together. Or So we were, you know, we were both approached to, to kind of start this little project and and kind of do the research. And I was like you, actually, Dina, I watched that Davina McCall programme. I thought, oh, my goodness, I didn't know this stuff. 
you know, I'm I'm a 52 year old woman and going through, um, I guess, perimenopause really now um, and thinking I didn't know any of this. You know, the symptoms that I've been having for the last sort of six, seven years actually are attributed to menopause. And I had no idea. I just thought, oh, just get on with it, Alison. You're aching and you, you know, yeah. you, you, this is this is just what you do, isn't it? You soldier on and you get through it. And the brain fog and the lack of concentration and the feelings of overwhelming kind of inadequacy. Yeah, <laughs> you, just, you just soldier on and think, no, come on, you can do this. Get, get on with it. And you and and it's so it that's that for me was like a moment where wow that's that's that really brought it home that I needed to do some research anyway for myself. Yeah. So I when think, we, I think you're right though on the educate on the education and the awareness, we don't we just we, we just, just don't know. know. There's just such such a huge gulf in what we should know and what we did what we actually do know. Yes. Um, and people will say all the time, oh. What was your mum's menopause like, for example? Well, I lost my mum sadly 18 years ago. For me, so for me, that's that opportunity to ask those questions. Yeah. I was probably a teenager when she was going through that. And yes, I have some kind of level of recollection of that, but not, re- not really. No. Not. no. So, and I know that you've got something, a, a similar gap as well, haven't yeah. you? So, yes. So my my mum has um, dementia, quite late stages of dementia, so she doesn't communicate really well anymore. And so I can't ask her about it now, you know, and and we were always very open about things like that in our family. And, you know, so I I have a very small, very kind of hazy recollection of her having a hysterectomy and taking HRT for a very short space of time. And now I can't ask her about those things. It's, you know, so so for me, my sources of reference have to be outside and, and research and, and all of that really good stuff. And I guess the, the other reason that I wanted to kind of just really get involved was because I realised that there's so much misinformation. There, there's a lot of myths that we don't know where they came from. It's all very mysterious and very weird when it comes to menopause. You know, the GPs aren't trained very well in it either. So so there's there's like misinformation. There's also misdiagnosis quite often. And the more and more we're researching, the more we're uncovering this kind of labyrinth of like, you know, information, misinformation, what's real, what's not. How do we kind of guide people through this? And, And I think that was that was one of the reasons that I really wanted to you know, not from a self, well, partly from a selfish perspective, I'm going to use a lot of this stuff myself, um, but also from a let's let's get this message out there. And I think the approach that we've taken has been really inclusive and really a really sensible approach. It's not just about women. This is about everybody. This is about let's join in the conversation because we will know somebody who will be going through this at some point in our lives, whether that's a mum or a sister or, you know, an aunt or a colleague or a friend, you know, it's, it could be anybody that you're, you're sitting right next to right now, you know? And, and we've, we've seen that through the October launch month, haven't we, Alison, where yeah. we've had an overwhelming amount of engagement across the board, male, female, what whatever it is that, they've put their hands up in in the national huddle and and in the coffee morning and said 
oh my goodness, this is happening to my wife. This this must be what it is. I'm going to get her to go and watch the Davina McCall as an introduction to it to say, do you think that's you? Or or and and handle it carefully. Yeah. Um, and and women and as a mental health first aider, as you said, people are coming and asking those questions because they feel comfortable enough to do that. So yeah. I think we've made a really good start and it has been so overwhelming hasn't it oh it's incredible I can't believe actually the positivity that's come out you know when I think about the partner with purpose call last week we had over 300 people on that call you know we had uh, um, about 100 people on the national huddle we had about 150 people on uh, to our coffee morning which I you know men and women which was mm. fabulous everybody was you know lots of different age ranges too which was great to see and I do think that it's opened up this conversation of it's OK to talk about the menopause. It's absolutely OK to do it. And let's let's be a little bit brave and have those conversations. And I think I hope that we've got that message through. And when I think about our video, I think it's a huge, proud moment as well that people, we've we've asked people, they put themselves out there and they've, you know, we've got that little bit at the beginning of our video where people don't really know the answer to the questions and, you know, and then we put some statistics together. So I think that was that that's hopefully made an impact across and will be used on site because it's there for people if they want it on the wellbeing page. They can download it, they can show it and and hopefully, you know, just raise a little bit of awareness and, and just a little bit it's just encouraging a bit of kindness as well to people and having a bit of patience with colleagues who might be sort of struggling with some of the symptoms. Um, so, yeah, I think we've done so much, actually, when I think in a short space of time, you know, we've had our calls last week, uh, last couple of weeks. Um, we've also got the e-learning modules, which I'm excited about getting those onto my learning, which hopefully we'll have those in the next few weeks. Um, and so that will be a big announcement. And it just showed that we really did have an appetite, um, you know, from our audiences that for the coffee mornings and they want that regularly. So uh, yeah, that was definitely a big, a big shout out from everybody, wasn't it? That yeah. keep doing this, let's keep talking about it. And um, we've got plans for that, haven't we, Alison? We have got plans for that, Dina. Oh, lots of plans. So what we want to do, and we, we, we're going to go for the middle of the month, I think, try and avoid that kind of, you know, end of month, beginning of month madness that we all know and love in Keen and Argyle. Um, go for the middle of the month and we'll, we'll hold a series of coffee mornings that will be on Zoom initially. Um, and so by, and I think we'll just keep the listening conversation going. So we want to hear from people, anyone, what do you want in this space? What do you want to know more about? How can we help? How can we support? Is there things on site that maybe we can do? Do we need to talk to managers or whoever that it's it's like, yeah, we're listening. Um, and I think those are going to continue to be listening sessions. So please come along and, and talk to us about anything to do with menopause. It's all good. The the view then, I think, probably post-Christmas, and this is where we're going to take a little bit of time to really sort of reflect and think about how we're going to do it. We want to bring topics of conversation in. So I think it will be really, really beneficial to people if they have a bit more information. You know, information is power at the end of the day. Let's dispel some of the myths that we've, we know exist. So talking about things like HRT, is it for you? Is it not for you? Um, 
we could talk about bone health because one in two women will experience osteoporosis in later life. And a lot of that is linked to hormone levels dropping through menopause. So let's talk about bone health. How can we get better bone health? Um, We can talk about diet, nutrition, exercise, what what supplements we should be taking, those sorts of things. There's lots and lots of Mm. good stuff. So that I think we could maybe have a topic a month and that's that's kind of what we talked about. Absolutely. And the psychological effects as well. So the brain, which um, we we acutely know about. But um, so, so all of those things, brain fog, anxiety, those things that are coming more to the forefront but aren't really um there is your typical symptoms as in sweats not being able to that that kind of thing they're more of the unknown but they they I can promise you they're absolutely real aren't they oh they really are and actually it's the psychological um symptoms that often are the ones that get misdiagnosed by by doctors because they actually think that people are suffering with anxiety depression will give you antidepressants rather than hormone replacement therapy so so it's understanding what's going on in your body because everyone is different as well so you know we're all experiencing quite different menopause I'm amazed at how many women that I've spoken to are actually experiencing very different symptoms and there is no one size fits all to this stuff and so so the treatment has to be very individualistic and it has to be right for you. So what you as an individual would want and need and what fits your lifestyle and how you want to live um, and what can help and what what won't definitely won't help and what might exacerbate some of the symptoms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and what's so important about this and to that point that it is so individual, that's why our journey is going to take us on the road where we're enabling everybody to be able to take ownership of their own menopause because it's so individual you can't yeah. broad brush it and say Alice and Dina yours is going to be exactly the same so I'm going to give you this 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 and this and it's going to change change your life yeah. that's not going to happen so we have to own our own um which which is the key point isn't it absolutely yeah. absolutely and it's like it, I, it's interesting actually because I was talking to somebody the other day and she said wow after I watched your webinar it was like a light bulb moment I realized that I am uh, all of these symptoms that you're talking about the brain fog concentration all these things I didn't even I just thought I was going a bit mad and a bit nuts and I was losing my confidence so many and, people say that oh wow and 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 she said oh, you know thank you because I now know that actually I I need to take responsibility for my own menopause and, and help myself for this stuff um, and I need to go and see my GP um, and so yeah the story continues and and I think it's going to be very exciting and and the more stories we can get as well so again shout out to our lovely audience if anybody wants to come along and talk to us about anything menopausal we're here listening um, because stories are power, stories are really helpful um, to people because they they can understand other people's experiences. Um, 
And that really does help. So, yeah, a bit of a call out, more podcasts. We're going to do more podcasts, aren't we? Yeah. Um, a, we'll do some training as well. So we've got some ideas about how we're going to roll out some training. So the mental health first aiders will be at top of our list to get some uh, training so that they're really um, comfortable with the conversation and any signposting. So if anyone does need to talk to anyone, We've got people across the organisation they can talk to. We've got our e-learning modules, but also we want to put some training in for our line managers um, and for other colleagues as well. So Henpicked, who we partnered with, they've got a whole array of of resources that we can actually tap into. So we'll drip those in when we feel that the, the time is right. We don't want to overwhelm everybody with everything big bang at the beginning. But yeah, there is definitely more to come. And it's just been a great start, hasn't it? It absolutely has. It absolutely has. I do apologise that I've got a chorus of dogs in the background as usual. But anybody that is ever on a call around me will know that that happens. That happens. It happens everywhere. It's just one of those things, isn't it, now that we're working from home and stuff. But, yeah, thank you. Uh, Do you know, it's been so lovely to talk to you today, Dina, um, and just catch up, just reflect, because actually sometimes it's good to just look back. What have we done? How have we you know how the thing's gone what can we take from that and what can we do and how can we even get better in the future so thank you it's been a great conversation and absolutely nice to talk to you as always you too thank you